Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Student Matters podcast brought to you by Beckett Careers. In previous episodes, we've discussed some of the key topics affecting students today, including equality, diversity and inclusion, sustainability and mental health and well-being. And today we're going to focus on mental health and well-being in more detail and particularly in relation to completing your studies and starting your graduate job search. Uh, today, we've got Freya Douglas-McTurk, one of our well-being practitioners here at Leeds Beckett, to help us unpick this topic and provide us with some helpful tips and advice. So, hello, Freya. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, as you say, I'm one of the school-based uh, well-being practitioners here at Beckett, and I work um, with the School of Sport and the, and the School of Education. Thanks for thanks for giving up your time and uh, taking part today, Freya. And, um, no worries. It's good to be here. Great. Really looking forward to um, what you've got to say on this. And I think perhaps we should just start with uh, discussing how big a change uh, completing your studies and becoming a graduate uh, can be. So Mm -hmm. students uh, will be having to adapt to a significant change in routine, maybe moving away from friends and may have other pressures relating to things like finance and accommodation. What would be your advice to students who could be struggling with some of these issues and how should they approach uh, a significant change like this? Okay, so first things first, I think before we think about what's happening after uni and so on, I think we need to focus on the fact that graduating from uni is really something to celebrate and we should try and not let anxieties about the future overshadow that achievement. So you know, achieving your degree will have taken a good deal of drive, persistence, planning and time management. And these are all things that we can take forward into our our career. And I think even in recognising these skills that we've developed over our degree, um, that in itself can reduce anxiety about taking our next steps. And really reflecting on these achievements should should rightly remind you of what you're capable of. You know, it's it's no mean feat to, to, to graduate from university. And in terms of change, generally speaking, you know, human beings don't like change. We like things to be predictable. Um, We like to know what's happening next. Uh, Some of us even think at times we have kind of fortune telling uh, powers, you know, that, that gives us some reassurance. And even positive change can be difficult. So I don't know if you're familiar with something called the Holmes Ray scale, uh, This is by now a very old um, kind of tool. I think it was developed in the 60s and it's used to measure the impact of stressful events. So on that scale, there are a number of stressful events we might expect, such as divorce, loss of a job, a bereavement. But it also includes things like outstanding personal achievement or a change in job or school beginning or ending. So um, I think it's important that we have a level of anticipation and an acceptance that even these positive changes can be challenging and may need to may lead to some level of stress um so i think even just anticipating uh that this change uh could be stressful will help us manage it and feel less less ambushed by it and also i think it's really important to recall in these moments of significant change what you've already managed in your life so far you know, 
the, the cohort, the students that we're speaking to right now are students who are graduating, having negotiated the pandemic, which is absolutely extraordinary. You know, for, for those of us not doing a degree um, or exams or studying during that time, the pandemic was difficult enough. But to have to have um, to have completed a degree during that time is an extraordinary achievement, really. And it's it's really important that what I would say to, to our students is it's really important to try and really call on those internal resources and think about those skills that you've developed over that time. Yeah, I think that's really interesting, especially, you know, a couple of things there, especially about the uh, positive change can be, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's not it's not straightforward, is it? There's, yeah. there's certainly some things to think about. So we had a little chat beforehand, didn't we, about having children yeah. and and arguably, you know, having a child is a fantastic thing, but it's also very difficult, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And then just on the, the point about, um, you know, students that have completed their degree through the pandemic, you know, that is such a unique, uh, challenging situation that, that they've had to go through. And I think the we'll probably talk uh uh, later on about sort of skills and things that you've learned from difficult situations yeah. but there's just been so such like sort of challenge and hardship that they've had to go through to to complete that degree in such um you know difficult circumstances so yeah, yeah i think your point at the beginning to recognize the achievement is extremely vital to to really recognize how well that you've done to to have got got through that mm-hmm. In, in terms of specific anxiety around job searching, students can have concerns about applications, interviews and how to approach the process for of looking for your first graduate job. How can students remain in a positive mindset here, would you say? OK, so I think with any anxiety or concern, my first piece of advice would be to to advise you to talk to other people you know the reason I'm I'm paid to do my job um, as a well-being practitioner is that we know you know, the evidence suggests that talking to people is is helpful so I just think about the people you admire your friends and family people that are in the field that you're interested in and this will help you to feel less burdened but it also give you useful information that you can apply to the application process um I'd also just add, you know, if, if you know what you want to do for the rest of your life, that's that's fantastic. But but there's no need to put yourself under any pressure. So any job that you get during or after uni will give you so many valuable experiences and skills that you can use in future roles. You do not need to know now what you want to do for the rest of your life. That, that That's just an unbelievable amount of pressure that you can let go of now. You know, you don't need to decide now what you're going to do until you retire. And if you're struggling about what you think you might like to do, or if you feel pressure to do a particular type of work, give some thought to the things that you enjoy and the things that are important to you. So, you know, let, let's say you're interested in a, in a legal career, for example, further down the line. Well, an administrative role would provide really good experience for that. Or or working in a residential home or a day centre would prepare you well for for social work, for example. But there are transferable skills in all roles. So whatever you wind up doing, whether it's your career job or or an interim job, you know, th- there'll be great skills that you can uh, develop in those roles. Yeah, absolutely. And that moves us on, I would say, to, to thinking about often, I think we see in the careers team that students 
don't value some of their experiences highly enough or mm-hmm. or understand how important they can be within a graduate selection process. You know, there's some really important skills learned during a degree and through life experiences, through part-time work, through volunteering that would be really helpful within a job search. Um, what would you say are important things to focus on and, and remember here? Yeah, so I think, um, you know, I think... W- w- we, we, li- we live our lives, don't we? We crack on and, and we just think that's how it is. And, w- and we don't necessarily focus on the skills that enable us to do that successfully. Um, so if we think about our life experiences, our job experiences, our skills gained at university, I would really be encouraging people to, to work, to think about each thing you've done and break it down. So, for example, being a carer for a family member you know, or or supporting a friend or working in a bar or doing literature searches as part of uni or planning and submitting work. These are all these are all things that require, you know, amazing skills that we can add to our CV or, or, or build on. And we might not appreciate or understand this at first, but it's really important to mine for these individual skills we've developed. So, for example, if you've worked in a bar during uni, um, that might, that 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 will mean that we'll have to be personable. We'll have to be honest. Be able to manage money. We'll have to work antisocial hours. Be able to manage challenging people, and work in a busy and stressful environment. Um, you know, I think we often downplay certain types of work, or we don't value certain types of work, and and that's just not true. It's it's the skills. It's the skills we develop while doing those those roles, and also. This is a bit meta, this, okay? But but it's also important to think about what it is about you that means you've learned these skills. Does that make sense? So um, if you're really good with people, for example, or are you are you very good at thinking methodically? Are you really good at planning and time management? What is it about you that makes um, that means you can pick up these skills and use them effectively? That's what I'd be encouraging people to think about. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think one of the things that we uh, recommend for students to do within um, you know, in the careers team is to create a document we sometimes call it like a live CV. So this isn't mm-hmm. something that you would send to employers. This is yeah. your finished CV that you would send for a job application. This is almost like a record of things that you've done throughout your almost like a journal or a diary yeah. of, of when you've when you've handled a particularly challenging customer on that shift and think well how did I approach that how did I um deal with that and like you say what is it about me that that helped me to um diffuse that situation and just keeping a note of it because then when you do come to to send that actual CV or write that job application, you've got you've got it written down in, a, like you say, this live CV, this journal that can yeah. help you to reflect back and and, and use those things rather than um, trying to just always think about well what happened on that shift six months ago. Yeah. It's it's keep it's keeping a keeping a journal of it. So I think that's that's one thing that we would advise to. That's to great. Do. Yeah. And I think just on some other things in terms of the practical support, we'll put some links into the description mm-hmm. as well about where you can find support from both Freya's team and Beckett Careers. Um, we'll put that in the link um, in the description as well. And so just moving on to, I think, a, a really important part of job searching, um, aside from the sort of practicalities, 
is is being able to cope with with rejection i would say because you know it's not always the case that you secure the first job that you apply for so how yeah. can students and graduates remain strong and positive in this scenario to ensure that they can continue with the job search and not be too down if if things don't necessarily go to plan in the first instance yeah okay so i think when we've put our heart and soul in something and we've invested a lot of time you know like creating a cv doing like a thorough, well-researched job application and then perhaps go into interview, that, that takes a lot of energy and a lot of resource. So I think it, it can be really easy in those instances to take rejection personally. Um, and I think it's really important to remember, however hard, that that you are often one of a whole group of people being interviewed, particularly if we think about those sort of graduate roles, you know, that there could be hundreds or thousands of people being interviewed for those roles. So, so you've got no control over the other people or their skills or talents. It, it's completely out with your control. The only thing that you can manage is how to approach an interview or, or job application. Ultimately, you know, rejection from a job is not a personal one even though it might feel like it at times. It's an assessment of your skills and experience as compared to someone else's on a given day. Like, if you think about that, that's kind of mad, really, you know? (laughs) Um, There are several factors on your interview day, for example, that are out of your control that can influence how we might perform on the day. So, for example, the travel, whether you got lost on your way to the interview, your internet connection. We've just experienced that, Mm. Mike, haven't we? Uh, Yeah. you know, a jolt in internet connection, which which made us lose our train of thought. You know, the weather, whether it's really hot, like it has been recently, or really cold, how we feel physically, perhaps we're, you know, recovering from COVID or, or we've not slept very well the night before, and, and what's going on in our personal lives. So all these things can impact performance. Um, and, and, you know, in, in fact, the job that I'm in now, I think I applied for this and slim, similar roles in our service four times. Um, sometimes I didn't get an interview at all. Um, and, and then I think there was, a, there was a role before I got this one that, that I got an interview and I, I didn't get. I didn't get the the job, and then I and then I got an interview for this role and event and got this job, and I knew I wanted to work in mental health because that's what I've done for a long time, and I knew I wanted to work at Beckett, so I kept trying and I kept listening to and applying the feedback to my applications and interviews, and eventually I was successful. And the other thing that allowed me to do was develop a relationship with the people who are now my colleagues. Yeah. So, you know, they knew me, they knew that I wanted to do it. I think they liked me, that sort of thing, you know. So I was successful in the end, but I did have to keep trying. And on that note, you know, it's pretty galling if you apply for a job four times and and you don't get it. And I would really want to encourage people to try and have compassion and, and understanding for themselves. You know, this is hard. This is hard stuff. So even even perceived failure or failure is an opportunity for learning. So ask for feedback take that on and make changes if you need to and and your time will come you will be successful in the end yeah i think that's some really good advice there and you know sticking to you know four four applications for the same job and and sticking to it and you know it's i think you're right about it not being personal even though it seems personal and you know some graduate employers like you say are hiring huge numbers and it's not personal because they might have just looked at you on a on, on a sheet of paper on your CV and your, yeah. your application. You know, they've they've not met you. They've not made a, 
a judgment on on you as a person so you've just you, you know it is a competitive uh place out there for graduates but also mm-hmm. there's an awful lot of opportunities so it's about sticking sticking with it as you say and being be, the, the right opportunity will come along and, and not getting too um downhearted if you are if you are rejected because there's plenty of opportunities especially if, if you're looking in Leeds Leeds is a great city to be a graduate yeah loads of opportunity lots of employers that want to speak to Beckett graduates um so yeah there's there's plenty of opportunity don't get too too downhearted and uh, just keep at it isn't it I think mm, yeah and like take a break take a rest you know yeah it, it's a it's a it's a difficult process constantly applying for roles and it's exhausting and it can be demoralizing you know so yeah. it's okay it's okay to take a break and take your time absolutely and I think one thing you can do as well is is look at at where you can where you can get help with, with mm-hmm. some of these things. So um so we've, we've there's, there's been a lot of helpful advice discussed today. Um but where should students go to to find out more about you know anything that's been said if they've got any concerns about anything that we've uh, that we've covered mm-hmm. or so certainly. Mike, you know, as we've as we've said, coming to the end of university and, and looking for work is stressful. But I want to be really careful not to pathologise that. You know, there is nothing wrong with you if you find it difficult. You're not ill. You know, you don't necessarily need mental health support. However, you know, as we've said, times of change can be difficult, and and you know, depending on what's going on in our own lives, we might struggle to manage it. And and if you feel that you can't manage these difficulties and it's getting in the way of doing day-to-day things, you might require some additional support. So you can reach out to Leeds Beckett Student Wellbeing Service by registering with the service and we'll 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 put a link to that in the notes. Um, you can also speak to your GP and we're really, really lucky in Leeds that there are lots of lots of services that we can reach out to. What I would say is if you're coming to the end of your course and you're anticipating that you might experience some difficulties in your final year, that you that you apply for support from the wellbeing service kind of sooner rather than later, just to make sure that we do see you and, and get you the support that you need. Um, but I would also strongly recommend that you reach out to yourselves, Mike, and careers for practical advice and support. Yeah, absolutely, and that, that's one of the things I was I was going to say that you know, like you say, there's if you are applying for for jobs and, and not necessarily getting them straight away and and things, there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with you, um, but there is help available to try and fine tune that, and there is help and support from the careers team if you if you're coming to the end of your final year and you. Uh, transitioning into a graduate we've got our graduate progression team who are working specifically with uh, uh, graduates connecting them to jobs putting on you know putting on skills development programs um, as well so I'll put a link in the uh, notes of how to get in touch with those Um, but there's also plenty of online digital support as a first Mm -hmm. instance and then there's an awful lot going on with the Beckett Careers team throughout the the semester and throughout the academic year, where we can uh, help you with skills development, personal development, um, application support, connecting you with employers, um, and hopefully just you know and having a conversation with us as well. And hopefully we can make sense of some of this, um, you know, sort of big scary. Um, beast that is yeah. <laughs> finding a, a, a graduate job after after university or 
Um, if you're currently studying and if you're looking for something like a placement or a work experience, we can help you um, make sense of of that as well. So we'll put the, the details on there. Uh, do get in touch with, with us for help with that. And as Freya says, if, if things were, um, get in touch with her team as well, if, if, if things are a little more uh, concerning. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, thanks so much for having me. Thank you, Freya. It's brilliant. Um, you know, I think, again, really valuable chat. Uh, really enjoy our, our conversations. I think there's some real value in this for students. So uh, thanks again. And I'm sure we may revisit some of the things throughout the, throughout the year as well. That's great. Thanks so much, Mike. Take care.